Let's go. Here we go with the great Larry Fitzgerald. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. Did you know that Hertz has the largest EV rental fleet in North America? Get your next Let's Go moment the electric way today. Visit Hertz.com slash EV to learn more. Hertz. Let's go. And we go to Fitz. Fitzy, how are you, pal? I'm doing fantastic, Jim. Had a great weekend and uh, was able to watch a little ball. It was, it was, it was a fun week. A lot of great storylines to, to talk about today. I'm excited. All right. Pick the topic, bud. You, you make the call like that old commercial. Uh, well, you know, I, honestly, I, if I, if I, it, out of the most exciting things, it didn't happen this weekend and happened on Thursday, but to see Baker Mayfield uh, ask for his release from Carolina on two days of preparation, be able to lead his team to a victory, um, that, that's pretty impressive, Jim. That's no easy feat to to come into a building, not know anything, not know any play calls, not know many of the teammates, be able to get acclimated enough where you can go out there and put together a game plan. Um, and actually come out with a victory. I, I don't I don't think people at home really understand how difficult of a job that that would be. Um, and, and you got to tip your hat to him. That's a great job by Baker and that coaching staff of getting him ready to play on such a short timing. How can that happen? How can that happen if you're the Raiders? I mean, first of all, they jump off sides um, on a fourth down and five, punting the ball away. Totally inexcusable. That's the end of the game because there's about four minutes left. Then they got a, a unsportsmanlike conduct. Uh, Tillery, the guy that comes over from the Chargers, who's cut. Now you see why he's cut. What a dumb mistake that was. Uh, takes away a sack and gives gives the Rams 15 yards. Look, Baker Mayfield, that was terrific. Sean McVay, give all the credit. But the Raiders lost that game. The Rams didn't win that game. The Raiders, Derek Carr threw the worst pass, according to Peter King. Peter King, who is the foremost authority and expert uh, in professional football, in my opinion, uh, he's the guy. He said it's the worst pass, and he doesn't like to make these proclamations. The worst pass he has ever seen in the history of him covering the league <laughs> by Derek Carr. And it speaks to what Derek Carr is. It's disgraceful. Uh, Jim, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's the worst pass. I've seen a lot of poor passes in my day in the National Football League, just like you have and a lot of the listeners, um, you know, watching us and listening. But, Jim, I, I like to say you are who you are. The Raiders, they've been playing better. Um, they they won a few games leading up to this point. But I, I think it just goes to, to show that this is team, this is still a team that you can't trust. You don't never know who's going to show up, what team you're going to get. And, you know, yeah, Derek Carr has had an up-and-down season. But I, I don't want to talk about the Raiders. This is more so about Baker and his ability to really compartmentalize. Oh, but it's not. He, he didn't really play. win the game. I mean, he you did, can call no, it he what didn't you lose want. It. He won he the didn't, game. He, he threw some it. great passes in that last drive. Yeah. He didn't and, lose and, the and game. And particularly, particularly that touchdown pass when the Raiders are in the wrong coverage. Yeah, but Jim, you, uh, can, you and, can, and can attest to this. he detected it immediately. So, yes, give him tremendous credit. And he, he, his exuberance and his enthusiasm and after the game saying just, just how great a moment this was for him personally and for the team. Yes, awesome. Well, Jim, you can attest to this. Having watched so many football games and covered so many great moments in this game, most games in the National Football League are not won. They're lost, Jim. And that 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 goes back to underscore Baker did enough for his team to get to the finish line, right? Um, he lets his he lets the other team make the mistake that they needed to, and they capitalize. and And that's what it is, Jim. That's that's what it comes down to. Um, you know, you look at the great teams in the National Football League, the Philadelphia Eagles, and you you look at the you know the Kansas City Chiefs. Even though they didn't play a great game yesterday against the Denver Broncos, they always find a way to win when the game is in balance. And you know that's that's the that's the mark of a true champion. Let's wrap it up on Baker Mayfield. 
did he perhaps save his career on on one evening? I don't know if he saved it. I know it was on life support. You know, he leaves Cleveland, leaves Carolina unceremoniously, comes in first game, um, you know, as a player for the Rams and was able to get his team to a victory. I think the league has taken notice that Baker can still play, right? Um, you know, what opportunities will, will present themselves for him this offseason um, in free agency? We don't know. But I definitely believe that he's given himself a shot. Um, you know, all any player could ever ask for is an opportunity to go out there and showcase the talent and ability that they have. He showed that he can go and he can still play and, and help teams win. And that's uh, that's great for his resume. But there's something wrong with this guy. There is something wrong with this guy. This guy now for continual weeks is headbutting people without his helmet. Um, I've been in boxing a long time. Butting people's heads is not only very dangerous, but it can do catastrophic damage to not only the person who's doing it, but the person that's being done to, uh, he snapped some guy's neck the other night who had a helmet on, uh, and he didn't. I mean, let me just say it as I feel. Can you be this dumb? <laughs> Jim, I, you know, it's, it's peculiar to me. Yes, I would agree. I, I wouldn't do it, but, you know, it's his thing, Jim. He's he's, he's rocking with it. Um, you know, his, his teammates – you know, you can tell they have a lot of affection for him. It's not something I would endorse or tell anybody at, at home watching, you know, you should be doing this. This is uh, it's definitely not good for, for the forehead. <laughs> no. <laughs> or the five or the five head in your case. You know. <laughs> or in your case, now you're, you're coming up on a seven. And I know you like to keep the seven off the scorecard, uh, being the golfer you are. Uh, come on, stop this. It's just, it's just, I mean. I, yeah, I, I, it looks like he's trying too hard to endear himself to his teammates uh, by yeah. being by being a guy who you know is, is showing them love, but it's just showing to me stupidity. Yeah, you, you would like to see it tempered a little bit, you know, just for his own safety, Jim. You know, just um, with, with all the discussions about head trauma and concussions and all the things that we hear about, you know, you, you wouldn't want somebody to to do it, you know doing something so foolishly like, you know, headbutting your teammates without your helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> you ever wanted to headbutt anybody? Yeah, I, I have plenty of times, but I've always, uh, you know, restrained myself. <laughs> well, why would you want to use your head? Uh, I don't know. It's the closest thing to somebody's nose. You know, you can just touch it real quick. So, you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> now, you know, this can draw a reaction, and we've been through this before. You headbutt a guy too much, he might just bite an ear. Uh, we talked about that last week. You know, we talked yep. about that last week. And with that, let's remind everybody they're listening to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Larry Fitzgerald. Our program is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, you just can't stop banking on or off the field. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. So, Larry, you come on every week. You tout the Vikings. Uh, they lay an egg yesterday against the Alliance team that's playing really, really well. The Vikings are 10-3, and three and they have doubters, and we see why. Um, you've well, kind of been carrying carrying the flag for them today. What you say <laughs> now, sir? Jim, that was a that was a that was a tough one to watch. I, I watched that one from start to finish yesterday. And uh, Dan Campbell really has his his lines playing good football. They're playing a physical brand on defense and taking advantage of a lot of big plays on the offensive side. But the Vikings are concerning. I mean, you look at them prior to this game; they were ten and two. Jim, um, only team in league history that only had a seven point differential, being a ten and two team, and now going into um, next week, they're they're only team in team history who's ever 
been, you know, 10 and three with a losing uh, point differential. So it just goes to show you that a lot of games they've won has been very close, um, highly contested. And, you know, the games that they lost, they, they've gotten beat up pretty bad in. And so, you know, you would love to see them play better. Um, they got to do a better job running the football. They completely got away from it um, in this game. And that's kind of the part that they, they got to get fixed. Um, you know, they have a pretty favorable schedule moving forward, but, you know, they they, they need to take care of it. Um, you know, but I still like them. I still like them in the playoffs, Jim. They have a very explosive offense, plenty of weapons. And, um, you know, as long as we can keep Kirk Cousins standing up and, um, you know, uh, with a positive mentality, I think they have a chance to compete deep into the playoffs. When you say you like them, what do you mean you like them? Do you like them against the Eagles? Do you like them against the Cowboys? Do you like them? Who do you like them against when it gets when it gets down to the end here? No, I like them. To, I like their offense. I like the the play the playmakers they have. You know, on offensive side of the ball. You know, they have a really strong wide receiver core, uh, top five tight end. Um, you know, top 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 five running back in the National Football League. So they they have explosive playmakers that can change the dynamic of a game at any point. You know, and so that gives you a chance to be in the game. And their defense has played solid throughout the course of the year. But um, there's games that you just you just scratch your head after watching them. You know, Dallas Cowboys games a couple of weeks ago. You're like, how does a team that's this good? perform at this level and I felt the same way after watching that game yesterday against the Detroit Lions Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald our show is let's go and we're brought to you by Morton's the Steakhouse tenderful and flavorful in every bite Morton's the Steakhouse has mastered the art of a perfectly cooked USDA prime steak visit mortons.com to reserve at any of the more than 65 worldwide locations there's a table waiting just for you at mortons.com Larry, how about those 49ers? They've now won six games in a row, and they're on their third quarterback of the season. Uh, the defense is stupendous. Uh, they decimated the uh, Buccaneers yesterday, which is a whole other story. We talked about that with Tom, and uh, we can talk about that as well. But let's uh, let's focus on the 49ers uh, right now. Who wants to play them? Uh, nobody wants to play them, Jim. I can I can assure you that anybody watching them on on that NFC side is doing everything, doing the math to figure out how do we avoid playing against the 49ers. Um, you know, on all phases of the game, they're they're playing at a really high level. You know, it was unfortunate they lost Debo Samuel. Um, you know, to an injury, we don't know the severity of that injury at this point yet. But you know, that would be a tough loss for them to, to overcome. But you got to really say, you know, Kyle Shanahan has done a magnificent job, Jim. You know, to be able to get three different quarterbacks prepared to play, make no excuses about the game. You know, Brock Purdy yesterday had the highest quarterback rating in all the National Football League. You know, it just goes to show you that this this young man, the moment is not too big for him. Playing against the greatest player of all time, and Tom Brady. That would make me shake in my boots. That would make you shake in your boots. And he, he was so poised. Um, the, the game just he, he just made the plays when he when he needed to. Didn't do anything spectacular and just just took care of his business and uh, let that defense fly around. And Tom was under duress all game. Um, you know, didn't get any sacks, but it made him very uncomfortable back there. And um, you know, this is a team that nobody wants to see late December, January. And what about the Bucks? The inconsistency and it's just it's it's very difficult to watch this team play. Um, the penalties, the mistakes, the constant errors by the same people week in and week out, um, and the inability to make any adjustments it, it, it's it's mind boggling. Well, Jim, the, the the offensive line and their lack of continuity due to the injuries you see, especially in the interior of that offensive line, is starting to really show up, Jim. It's 
you know, quarterbacks can step up into the pocket when they're getting outside pass rushes. But when the pressure's inside, especially for quarterbacks that are not, you know, runner and runners and mobile, it, it makes it that much more difficult. And you saw a lot of interior push yesterday with Tom, not able to step into a lot of his throws. Uh, and, and so, I mean, it, you know, it just doesn't look it doesn't look promising. But the one thing that they do have in favor, they're in the worst division in all of the National Football League. And, you know, they can limp their way to a home hosting playoff game, um, you know, in, in January. But, you know, to think that they can go much deeper um, than the first round, it, I, I think we would all be fooling ourselves based on what we've seen over the last few weeks. Well, we'll see what happens, Larry. They got four games to figure it out. It's a way late in the campaign here, but, uh, you know, still leading, they, the, still leading the division. Still leading <laughs> <That's> the division. <laughs> but take this, put this in your pipe and smoke it. If the Carolina Panthers win their last four games and they're four and four under your, your former coach, Coach Wilkes, yeah. mm -hmm. if they win out, they win the division. That's a big if. That's a big if. But they did look, they did, <laughs> I'd they say did. so. <laughs> They did look. They did look good against uh, Seattle yesterday in a, in a really dominant fashion offensively in the run game and on defense. But you know, for the, for you to think that they could win out, you know, it's it's tough. But I, I know one thing: Steve Wilkes is is definitely putting some pressure on uh, on Mr. Tepper. You know, to, to strongly consider retaining him. Uh, you know, as the head coach there in Carolina next year. All right, Fitz. Our program is brought to you by K Jewelers. There's still time to find the perfect holiday gift for everyone on your list. Shop now through December 18th, and save at K's last big sale of the year. Exclusions apply. Visit K.com or your local K store for details. Much more here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Lindsay Rhodes, host of the NFL Roadshow, a Sirius XM podcast, inviting you to join me three, yes, three times a week for NFL analysis that goes beyond the low-hanging fruit. On Mondays, we react to the biggest stories of the NFL weekend. On Wednesdays, we pick one topic to really dig in on. And on Fridays, I'll give you all the fantasy football advice you need in just 15 minutes. We call it the Fantasy 15. Download new episodes of the NFL Roadshow right now on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with the great Larry Fitzgerald. Our program is brought to you by USAA. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. USAA. Fly, Eagles, fly, Fitz. Fly, Eagles, fly. They've clinched a, a playoff berth, and for the fifth time in six years, uh, they're going to be in the postseason. They just beat up the Giants yesterday, so they're well on their way. And, uh, you know, it's hard to stop that offense. It's just rolling. Not only just their offense, Jim, that impresses me, but, you know, you look at the defense. They started off the game, the very first drive, two sacks in the opening drive. I mean, so they established pressure early, and then late in the game, Brandon Graham – you know, he had three, you know, pivotal sacks in that game, seven as a team. I mean, so, you know, we, everybody's talking about that offense, but really what makes that team go and sets the tempo uh, is that defense. They're opportunistic on the back end. They really pressure you, stop the run um, on, on, with, the, with the front seven. Um, this is a team that, you know, I think is on the crash course with the San Francisco 49ers, Jim. I think, you know, these two teams right here are, are separating themselves 
as the top two teams and contenders on the NFC side. And um, and Philly is, is fun to watch. I'm looking forward to that Dallas matchup in a couple weeks. Well, wait a minute now. How about them Cowboys? Uh-oh. Coach Jones. That's what I call Jerry. <laughs> Coach Jones. Coach Jones might have a thing or two to say about that. You're just you're just running right past uh, right past the Cowboys. They looked terrible yesterday against uh, a Texans team that could have won that game. But uh, wait a minute here, wait a minute here. You're you've got two two teams facing off in the NFC Championship. Well, Jim, I, I mean the Cowboys are definitely a, a fabulous team. They've been playing really good ball. Um, as you mentioned earlier, they didn't look great against Houston, but that happens sometimes when you're playing against a really, really poor team. You don't come out with the same energy, the charisma, the enthusiasm that you want when you need to play at a high level. And, and that bad team is playing; they're not playing for anything. They're just going out there playing on pride. And sometimes, you know, you give them a little momentum and they make it a competitive game. But you know, they won't have that problem when they're playing against the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, just from the, from the opening snap, the energy in, in Dallas Cowboys. Cowboy Stadium is going to be high. Um, I'm really looking forward to that matchup. It's going to be a it's going to be a fun, fun, highly contested, enthusiastic, charismatic game. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm, I'm uh, highly anticipating it. You use you use the word charisma now twice in describing football. What is a what does charisma mean? Yeah, how are you defining that term? Youthful exuberance. You know, when you see the guys jumping around, the passion. I mean, you didn't see a lot of that yesterday in the Houston Cowboys game. There will be no shortage of it when these two teams face off in two weeks. You know, when you're playing against teams that are in your division where you have a serious disdain, a long history of of, of combative, you know, competition. It just brings out a different element of, of, of charisma that I, that I love to see in those, those defensive, offensive, special team struggles that we've seen over the years between those two clubs. You identified Nate Clemens as the guy you disliked playing against as an individual the most in the NFL. What team, what team as a Cardinal did you dislike playing most against? I would say it was the Carolina Panthers. The record was abysmal against them. Uh, you know, I, I I think I won one time in Carolina. They they always always had struggles with them, and um, I I would say them. Let me think. Who else did I? Don't think many people would have thought that based on the fact that uh, you know the Panthers were a good team back then, um, but uh, probably would have thought it was a division rival. Be that as it may. He's Larry Fitzgerald. I'm Jim Gray. We're right here on Let's Go. Our program is brought to you by American Express. You know, it's easy to get excited about going to the game. You hear the sound of the whistle or you smell the game day concessions from your seat. It's the stuff that reminds you of the thrill of the game. And you know that Amex will be with you every step of the way. Because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. And Jim, talking about American Express, what about those Jets yesterday? They played a tough game against Buffalo. They did. They did. Uh, why are you Why are you giving a shout out about uh, about American Express and the Jets? That's that's kind of not right, Fitzy. No, no. We 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 pull for the Jets for our buddy Steve. We we always want to make sure he's he's having a good time and uh, and, and is in a good mood. You know, and, and this Monday he was a little slow with the email reply. <laughs> you got to give a shout out to Mike White. That's a tough young man. And, you know, to come back out onto the field uh, a couple of times uh, after suffering injuries, then go to the hospital uh, to be checked out for internal problems. He made it on the plane back home, so apparently everything's okay. That's a tough young man. It is, Jim. I think it just goes to show you how bad he really wants to win and how much it matters to him, Jim. He wants to be out there with his with his brothers competing and, and giving them the, a chance to be able to win. Um, you know, that defense, again, played well enough to win. Um, again, we've talked about that squad 
on the defensive side a, a few times. And, and I think Mike understands that if he just plays well enough, he's going to give his chance uh, an opportunity to come out with a W every week because that defense every week shows up in a big way. Hey, Fitz, did you ever fake an injury? No, Jim, I've, I've never faked an injury, but I saw one uh, against the, the Cincinnati Bengals, their safety, Bates, that they were doing a late substitution uh, a week ago and just went down with, it, with an injury. It was, it was hilarious. You see it in college all the time, but not too often in the National Football League. <laughs> no, well, but Cam- I've never done that. You faked, a, you faked a couple over the years, though. No, well, I've never been on the field, so I didn't have to. You bailed on me on a couple times. I asked you to do a radio show with me here and there, and you told me you have laryngitis, <laughs> and then I see you, you know, down 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 in Cabo holding court with the fellas, you know. So you you, you faked a couple injuries on me over the years as well. Well, it cost Cam Jordan uh, uh, and the Saints a half a million dollars for this uh, what is reported to be a fake injury. Uh, they're all appealing. Uh, you were there, was it? Uh, Jimmy, I don't think it's within my my grounds to to say what's fake and what's not fake, right? Um, you know, it's a hundred percent injury rate, hundred percent hurt rate in the National Football League if you're playing. So, I mean, technically, you could say anything is hurting, and usually is. You know, is ribs or dislocated fingers, sprained ankles, you know, sore sore muscles. Uh, you know, so I, I hate to speculate on on exactly, you know. If he did or didn't fake it, you know, I've known Cam a very long time since he was in high school out here at Chandler High, and he's never been one to, you know, shuck his responsibilities as a football player, you know, 100 plus sacks. So I don't I don't want to get into to saying that he faked anything. But the, but the league, you know, may have seen something in the tapes that, you know, us as fans and, and, and pundits didn't have the ability to see either. Well, this is going to be interesting how this plays out, uh, because uh, if you're stopping momentum of a team, uh, looks like the league is uh, now wearing a sheriff's badge. Uh, a lot of these fines are just, uh, it's just crazy what's going on. You know, guys jumping in the kettle for uh, a Salvation Army and they're collecting money. And and that, first of all, all that money should go to the Salvation Army. And second of all, what a ridiculous thesis and premise. Um, they're helping a charity and they're identifying something that needs help and helping folks. And all of a sudden it's a fine. Be that as it may, uh, Our program is brought to you by Brady Brand. Check it out at BradyBrand.com, including the new Brady pant. Great for a holiday gift. Go to BradyBrand.com. Get comfortable and feel even better. Brady Brand, let's go. And as we wrap it up uh, this week, Fitz, what's going on with Odell Beckham Jr.? Now he only wants to play in the playoffs. Seemingly teams that were interested, uh, he's either lost interest in or perhaps they're losing interest in him. Well, you know, I think we have to also take in consideration, I mean, he's less than a year um, after his surgery or, or to repair his ACL. So we, we don't know how much he can play at this point. I think him talking about being ready for the playoffs is a much more realistic timetable, Jim. I mean, you know, I, I don't recall many guys outside of Adrian Peterson who've been able to come back in, in less than a year to be effective, you know, after, you know, repairing the ACL that was all that was repaired, uh, you know, years prior as well. So I think it's smart for him to kind of be hedging his bets and, you know, thinking more so for the playoffs than coming back for the regular season and him not being able to be 100 percent and be as effective as he possibly can. Um, you know, I, I think it's smart on his part. All right, Fitz, as always, we appreciate your time. Good to talk to you. Have a great week and we will talk to you next Monday right here on Let's Go. Awesome, Jim. Have a great day, and uh, check your boy out on Monday night tonight. Let me know how I do. All right, I'll be watching. Well, I'll be watching you on ESPN. 
That's Larry Fitzgerald. He's our expert along with Tom Brady. And for buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by the number one mortgage lender in America, United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038. It's licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Let's go. Presented by Hertz, we want to thank our producer, Dave the Snake Hagen. Production assistance by Harris Fabishoff. To our sponsors, Hertz, USAA, Bank of America, American Express, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, Brady Brand, and Morton's. Let's Go with Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions and Scratchy Productions in collaboration with Shadow Lion. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. XM Podcasts.